Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting. Oh, Steve, how you doing? Nick, I'm all right. I'm just having my cup of tea for a cup of COVID. How was your run this morning? Oh, I didn't do one. You you were supposed to be running every day of lockdown. <laughs> I want my money back. Have, I'm taking I, back my sponsorship. I, I wanted to see your misery every day for a month. <laughs> it's only 8.22 in the morning. Right? I've got plenty of time throughout the rest of the day to do oh, my okay. daily run. So you are going to do it. I've got, a, I've got ankle knack. I've got a sore ankle. And I uh, thought I'm going to leave it a bit longer to just right. try and I've Recover been trying to bit. because it's really it feels really weak and really weird now when I walk like I'm having to concentrate on how I place my foot, which is weird, which I don't like. Right. I'm, by the way, folks, I'm 20 days into this horror of running every consecutive days, at least 5K. I'm doing it for charity. It's for designability. Great charity. Check them out. But it's killing me. I hate it. Anyway, the va- the the, um, the ankle thing, I tried doing some exercises last night, balancing on the ball of my foot on one leg. Steve, okay. do you think you could do that? Um, I probably could do it for less time than I think I could. But, yeah, I mean, I reckon I could have a go. Is that it's hard? really hard. And then I really like some kind of geriatric. And I was watching a video of a guy who sort of did it and he moved into the the position by sort of doing a sort of sort of a step forward like he was running mid stride yeah. and then up, up. So he's got his imagine you're on your left leg. You, yeah. you move your right arm, your fist up to about level with your head and your left like, arm backwards like you were gonna... as if you're mid stride. Yeah. <laughs> and you're standing up. You can't do that. I just fall over straight away. So what I actually have to do is just balance. Just try and get on the ball of my foot and stick my arms out like mm. some kind of, you know, geriatric character and try and it's really hard. It really hurts. So anyway, I think I'm ruining my body. But you're doing you're doing it for a good cause, Nick. It's not long. It's only another week left. Okay. Well. Oh dear. Anyway, right. There's vaccine stuff flying around, isn't there? There have been three. There have been three kind of Western world vaccines which have popped into our our knowledge sphere through clinical trials that people have run. Yes. We've got the Oxford one. Yeah. Uh, We've got the um, which is in, in conjunction with AstraZeneca. Yeah. Uh, there is the uh, what are the other ones, Nick? Pfizer. There's a Pfizer one. The Pfizer one. That's the one that has to be cold, and isn't it? Tech, and there's also the Moderna one, which is the American one. Yeah. Oh no, the American one is the one with Pfizer, and the yeah. German one is the other one, all vice versa. God, this is not good podcasting, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so Pfizer, Bio, Pfizer, and BioNTech. So Pfizer are working with the German. You know the. Uh, the immigrant couple in a um, great story about um, two uh, Turkish immigrant immigrant scientists who have developed this and took the world by surprise. Really interesting right. story. Moderna is the one in America, and then the one here is the um, Oxford AstraZeneca. So there's three which have kind of, and then, then there are the Chinese ones and the Russian ones and a few different other ones which we we don't hear much about because of the bias of our mainstream media, as my lockdown skeptics friends record <laughs> But anyway, um, they're all, mate, this is the weird thing. When they're all totally, and this is freaking me out a bit, Steve. It's freaking right. me out. They're all experimental, pretty much. None yeah. of them has any record, really, of use in normal vaccines. Did you know that? 
What you mean that the the way they've been produced is not the standard way we produce vaccines? Is that what? You yeah, mean? the way they've been produced is different, and really, we what's going on at the moment is interesting. Is that the the the, the whole pandemic has given a bunch of vaccine companies the um the kind of justification for pushing ahead with large scale clin clinical trials on their new technologies. Yeah, that is it's unambiguous that that's what's going on. All right. So just taking feel, them one at a time. How do you feel about that, Nick? So basically they're like, they're like, there's all the, you can imagine that board of, of, of like evil people sat around a big spectre table going, at last, we can use our new technologies. At last, we will, we will defeat the Jedi. Uh, like, I don't mean, I, yeah, I mean, an interesting concept. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just taking them, you know, at one at a time, the Chadox vaccine, the Oxford vaccine is based on a chimpanzee adenovirus. So it's a cold. Yeah. A chimp cold, if you like. Isolated and from isolated from chimp poo. Did you know that? Really? It was really. It was isolated from crap. <laughs> Wouldn't it be beautiful if that's what led to our salvation? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they've taken the chimp cold and they've whacked in uh, part of the spike protein from COVID. And this company um, who are developing them, they're called Vaxitech. That's kind of the spin out that Oxford's got. They've been working on it for a while, and obviously AstraZeneca. Who I don't know. They must be have some partnership with AstraZeneca or they must mm -hmm. be a, a subsidiary of them or something. Anyway, they've been working on for ages for things like Ebola and also for cancers, so cancer vaccines. Mm -hmm. And some have got into trials, but none have really got into phase three of effectiveness trials for efficacy. So this is the first time that this technology has really been used. They tried human colds before, but the problem is most people have already seen human colds. So the vaccine doesn't really work because you just raise mm -hmm. antibodies to the, the actual cold. So because it's chimp, you don't normally get it. So you're more likely to raise antibodies to the to the thing. Anyway, but, it, but, it's, but it's a chimp cold, which is attenuated in some way to make a protein, right? That That's new, okay? So no one's tested that. So all of the safety testing at the moment is short-term testing, all right? They're looking. Mm -hmm. They're looking all the way along at, for adverse events. Take the next one. The, well, we'll take them together. The Moderna one and the BioNTech Pfizer ones, they are based on messenger RNA. You know what messenger RNA is, Steve? I, I do. I, I do know. But before you move on, I wanted to say there's a really good quote about the Chadox virus by uh, uh, um, a guy called uh, Professor Gilbert, who's one of the people that works, I believe, on the on the committee in Oxford. He he said that the Chadox is... She. Ch she. Ch she, sorry. Um, uh, Chadox is essentially a sophisticated microscopic postman. All the scientists have to do is change the package. We drop it in and off we go. Isn't it cute? It, makes, well, it makes it sound like Postman Pat, but I suppose, <laughs> you know, another interpretation is it's some kind of insidious plague. <laughs> well, that's what all diseases are. Aren't they? But yeah. Um, anyway, so the other ones are based on messenger RNA. So mm -hmm. um, you know what messenger RNA is. So that's the instruction that the that cells give. Uh, um, it's the it's the instruction between you know making decisions of genetics before it gets before it gets made into proteins is that right yeah you know every cell you've got nucleus and you've got all your that's your dna right that's your genetic code every cell in your body pretty much has all of the code but cells will only only make certain proteins so all of the the dna codes for protein but each cell yeah. makes its own individual set of proteins and the messenger rna is like a little intermediary which is popped out from the nucleus 
And then you have little ticker tape machines in, in your cells, which will read that messenger RNA and read it and make the protein for which it encodes, right? So the key thing to remember is those messenger RNAs are temporary, right? They only exist for short periods of time. And they, the, the upshot of having them is you get proteins made. Both mm -hmm. the Moderna and the BioNTech ones rely on messenger RNA, which is packaged in like a fatty shell. And what you do is you inject them into people that messenger RNA gets into your own cells and your cells make the proteins and the proteins they make are the virus proteins. So you end up using your own cells to kick out viral proteins into mm -hmm. your body, which your body then recognizes as foreign and then you get your antibodies made. So it's a bit of a complex process, but it's, it's kind of crazy. This is new. We've not done this before in clinical trials. This is all we're new. Not, we're, we're not producing the full virus though. We're just, we're just producing the, the, the the spiky bits on the edge for which antibodies are made against oh yeah absolutely so you're not yeah, making yeah. any there's no virus yeah, I don't want people to think that yeah no but you're you're messing around with your cells or let's say you're manipulating your cells to make them produce the viral protein which your body mm -hmm. again it's a new it's it's quite new so i found that quite interesting and you know perhaps something that isn't widely understood by people most vaccines which are used in fact, pretty much all of them use attenuated bits of viruses or recombinant proteins. So that's proteins which you make in a dish, which you then mm. inject protein. You're not injecting nucleic acid like mRNA or DNA. You're just right. injecting protein. So an example of that um, is hepatitis. The hepatitis so, so vaccine, you make, you make the hepatitis protein in a cell and you inject the protein into the body. So we've got, it's like having an instruction to make a cake. So we've got loads of eggs and flour about, and the normally what we'd be doing is injecting fully formed cake, eating fully formed cakes. But but this virus is essentially giving us the instructions of how, of how our own body can make a cake, and then we get to eat the cake. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But okay. I mean, it's the, the, way, the reason that I think it's interesting, um, it's because they're new and there's a clear opportunity here, you know, just holding up the kind of rule, what's going on here card, you know, mm. that it's been exploited. So these companies are exploiting the COVID landscape to develop their vaccines more quickly. And that is unambiguous. If you look at some, so this, these aren't the whole story. So there are other vaccines which are being developed. The French one, Valneva is based on a traditional one. So that's inactivated COVID. So they're growing mm. COVID inactivating it and injecting it that's similar to a lot of viral vaccines that have been used through the years like polio for instance S similar with sinovac the chinese one they're doing they're doing the same so not everyone is using these new technologies i think and if i were go going to think about which one i would want to be injected with as a patient i mm. think i'd want the inactivated ones i don't think i'd want the new tech um not that well, I, I think, think it not that i think it's it, there's a high likelihood of it being dangerous but just because it's new you don't totally know what the downstream consequences might be so i love that i know i mean you're I, i'm very much a, i think a kind of technologist in that respect you know i always embrace the new whereas nick's just like you go into nick's house it's full of old maps and like vinyl records because it was just better in the old way of doing it wasn't it um and whereas i think um I like to see some uptake first before I dive in. Like, I wouldn't have been someone who bought a Betamax video recorder, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> I would have waited yeah. until everyone had the VHR. Yeah, just like you wait, like like you refuse.
used to get a smartphone for like 15 years or something and, and eventually like, okay it's fine just wait for it to yeah <laughs> to slack. I th- I, okay but i think you know i don't know if you saw the um the uh, announcement uh by by boris and um uh, um uh by the chris witty and also um andrew pollard who's the guy that leads the team in oxford um and, and he was asked exactly this question you know is this the, do we you know how does this compare to other vi- uh, other vaccines are they competing with other vaccines you know like what's going on and i think he, he said something very sensible which is i'm going to paraphrase him but something on the line is you know it's going to be you know a suite of different vaccines they're not necessarily one's better than the other but actually they're all being used perhaps in conjunction with each other as a way to be able to effectively fight the virus. So I would say that the fact that it works in a different way is probably good in the sense that obviously these things need to be safe, but it means that as we've got this potential suite of tools to be able to fight COVID, some of them them are going to work in different ways. And not just the vectors as well, because those three ones that I talked about, they all use different variants of the spike protein like the moderna one uses a, a kind of stabilized version of the protein spike um and the ntech one uses um a different a, a different form of that protein whereas mm. the um, the oxford one is kind of an unmodified version so they not only are they different kind of packages they've got different things to elicit the immune responses but just going back to the whole opportunity thing for companies to develop access i mm. think this is going to move forward quite quickly the the landscape for therapies for cancer vaccines and other things like that so because the byproduct they've, of all they've this, proven this can yeah. work this technology can work so whereas before so people maybe were, we've yeah. accelerated um some of some therapies for um, so for covid covid cures cancer that's what you mean <laughs> yeah exactly it's like um the space shuttle made frying pans and now we've got COVID. not true but like the new, the bomb the bomb made frying pans but yeah no i i i agree it's exciting um and you're right sometimes the, the you know these um, you know good good things can come out of what seemingly is 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 massively negative um because yeah. it allows us to be able to make steps forward anyway there's where there's where you chimp cold we're all going to get chimp colds <laughs>